Hello and welcome to Cheeky Volley's coverage of the NITO ATP World Tour Finals. We are excited to have Asher Jelani in London attending some of the events, and we are about to call him in. Cheeky Volley, I'm playing my idol. Verbal abuse, default, Mr. Mackin. But first, important to remember, there will be a Seinfeld episode on this, uh, this here episode. And the episode I wanted to feature today is The Hot Tub. It's apparently the 115th episode of Seinfeld. And it's the one where uh, Elaine hosts Olympic runner Jean-Paul, who's from Trinidad and Tobago. And Jerry's extremely worried that he's not going to wake up for the games. And so Jean-Paul ends up staying at his house. And they ask Kramer, who allegedly has a um, allegedly has a, a perfect internal clock to wake him up, but it's daylight savings. And Kramer forgets, doesn't wake him up, um, because his, it has a lot to do with this hot tub. This hot tub causes a number of problems, namely that it causes the the power in the building to go out such that Jerry's alarm doesn't go off, and Kramer doesn't wake up, and Jean-Paul is almost late, but he ultimately makes it less. But then Jean-Paul gets the New York City Marathon, and Kramer hands him hot coffee when he thinks it's water, and he's burned. Um, incredible episode. Highly recommend watching it. And the two reasons I'm asking you to watch it is that I recently uh, had, a, had a close friend run the New York City Marathon, um, and... Also, daylight savings happened recently, which I still don't really understand. Anyways, let's uh, let's call up Asher. Also, one last thing: I'm recording this without Kabir today, and gotta be honest, I, uh, I kind of miss him over here in the Cheeky Valley Lab. All right. Anyways, without further ado, Asher Jelani. Hey, Asher. Mate. Mate, can you hear me? Yeah. Yo, mate. All right, hold up. We're going to record this little conversation here. All right, I believe uh, we are now recording. Dude, so where are you right now? Uh, yo, just finished uh, Federer versus uh, Dominic Kim at the O2, O2 Arena. You want to start with... Uh, you want to start by telling us a little about what the what the event was like getting there? Have you been there in the past, and how this compared to sort of past years? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, so the, the event started in 2009 in London. It used to be in a few cities before that. Shanghai was there for four years. I think Houston before then. But uh, it's had a solid home in London since then. Uh, I came the first year when the tickets were a lot cheaper. Um, one of the funny things about the first year was that uh, they, they, they weren't sure about the scheduling, so they started a lot later, and then everyone basically had to run to the trains as soon as uh-huh. the match finished, especially if it went to three sets. So they, kind uh-huh. of, they, kind of, they kind of figured that out later. Um, so they, they start earlier now. Uh, yeah, no, it's a really good event. They sell out every year, um, which is why I think they've, they've kept it in London. I think when I was in Shanghai, uh, the crowd used to be pretty pretty sparse uh, for, for a lot of the matches, but these guys sell out like both the afternoon and the evening sessions, like every single day. 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like if you look at uh, because I I feel like so many of the players that play in it are European too. So even at this event, like Team had a strong, it seemed like a strong falling from his country. Um, so I feel like that's a huge benefit of hosting it in London, no? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, even though even though today, like it was it was overwhelmingly for Roger. You definitely heard a few uh, a few team voices out there as well. It was a little watching it when they were showing the fans because the. Uh, the Swiss flag and the uh, uh, team is from uh, he's Austrian, Austria, right? Austria. And yeah, yeah. And the Austrian flag are a little similar. They're similar colors, So it was, uh, it was actually sometimes hard to tell how many fans were for fed, but then you realized it was, yeah, it seemed predominantly Swiss. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I would say the only issue with the event is that like, cause uh, the ticket prices are so high, it kind of yeah. attracts like, a, lot of, a lot of bankers and stuff. Uh-huh. So, so, Any, so uh, the, Kind of some, maybe some Russian banker types. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So the atmosphere, like sometimes, isn't isn't as good as you you would otherwise get maybe at like Wimbledon. Uh-huh. Like a lot of the a lot of the like the fashion fans are sitting in the nosebleeds up at the uh-huh. top, and you got a lot of the suits like in the in the lower ball. So yeah, that that's definitely like well, that's probably the biggest downside. But I think as a whole, the event is still pretty good. What uh, how much are tickets going for this year, and how much were they going for the first year you went? Uh, well, the first year was uh, was like unbelievable. I think I got like afternoon and evening for like 35 pounds, mm-hmm. um, like good seats. Uh, today, today I paid like uh, 82 pounds for one session. So um, it has it has gone up a lot. I think I think uh, for perspective, I think the best comparison is with Wimbledon. So the um, the, the semi ticket here is like for for one match, it's like 130 pounds. And for Wimbledon, mm-hmm. like this, like you get both semis for like 120. Okay. So, so relative to Wimbledon, it's like a lot more expensive. Huh. And do you think the, uh, I mean, even though it's the best players in the world, do you think they're playing on par with Grand Slam tennis? Like in terms of the quality? Uh, I think so. I think, I think they're all, they're all trying to win. I think team, team maybe today he struggled a bit. We'll probably get into that uh, in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, it is, it is completely different though. It's like indoor court, um, different surface. So you get, you get guys who maybe will like look good throughout the year on different surfaces who don't look as good. And then you, some people might wonder why they're there. Uh-huh. Um, when guys, especially when you see guys like, uh, Karen, Karen Kachanov mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, just like crushing Novak, yep. uh, pe- people must be wondering like why he isn't here. And then you get guys who like team who like crush the clay court surface, but then they come indoors. They don't look as good. Yeah, I feel like his. Uh, we'll, we'll go more de- deep into this match, but and talk about team. Um, but before we do that, a few more things. Uh, first, going into the, can you just tell us a little about your schedule for the uh, for this week? What matches you're going to? Uh, maybe if you have any bets going into the tournament, um, and then also a little bit about some uh, cheeky volley branding you've been doing over there. <laughs> sure. So, like, I, I booked the tickets before, but I was I was pretty strategic in uh, in the booking. So, mm-hmm. like from like from previous years' experience, I knew that um, like the second round was going to be like the best set of matches because they would get um, the second round in the the evening of the second. So normally, like Federer and Novak, you would expect to be playing all the evenings. But the third round, there was like there might be a danger of it being like a dead rubber, which had like no value. So I thought uh-huh. the second round would be good because it would, it would be the highest stakes. So you, you mean you mean second round in the round sorry. robin? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the second match in the round robin. Mm-hmm. Um, because, so because for instance, on- today, Federer, if he lost, he's done. 
Uh, so um, so they're, they're playing for something. Uh, he, yeah, yeah. No, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be done, I don't think. But he no, would no, almost be done. done. It, it beca- I think the only way he's not done is if he wins and then beats Anderson, right? Oh, right, right, right. No, no, you're right, you're right. Because if team had won and then Nishikori had won, so the winner of that would have got to, yeah, yeah. So Fed, Fed would have been done. Mm-hmm. So there, there was a lot to play for for him today. Uh, very- um, so yeah, so yeah, yeah, I booked, I booked like Tuesday, Wednesday evening session. So tomorrow I think I'm going to be seeing uh, Novak and Sasha, uh, a boy. Oh my God. Dude, that's a great, that's a great match. The, uh, I just, anytime you have a chance to see heavy hitters indoors is like pretty exciting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sorry. And then, and then I'm going to be seeing, uh, I've got, I've got tickets for both semis actually for Saturday, but, uh-huh. uh, it's like if Federer ends up playing Novak, I'll just go to that one and then maybe, uh, try and like sell the others. Okay. And so, it, it, hmm. yeah, sure. Go ahead. No, no, you finish, you finish. Yeah, yeah, no. I was just saying, if uh, if both if if like Federer and Novak are in different matches, I I probably will end up going to both. Okay, very nice. And then is that that's that does it for your schedule there? Uh, yeah. And then what about uh, today? I I didn't see you on TV. It seemed like they were giving showing a lot of love to people with signs. But what uh, what were you wearing at the match today? Yeah, we uh, I uh, I debuted the or the the sample really of the of our Tiki Volley uh, collection. <laughs> so I was in, I was in, I was in some cheeky volley merch. My guy Hussein, like oh, say, say hi Hussein. Hey man, how's it going? Oh Hussein, what do you think of the match, dude? What do you think of the match? Amazing. <laughs> he's a big, he's a big Hussein, Roger fan. Can you give us like a, a, a two, like a, a two or three sentence analysis of the match? Same. Give it, give it two or three sentence analysis of the match. Absolutely amazing. Fredo came, came to the show. He was there, was willing to kill the guy. It was amazing. Thoroughly enjoyed myself. Back, <laughs> back in a couple of days' time to see see our boy through. Oh boy! You guys, ha- any, guy uh, you guys having any any cheeky pints while you while you're watching over there? Uh, no, but we did. We we do have a great picture of a guy who carried eight cheeky pints, <laughs> like <laughs> to his seat. I mean, it's, Dude, I uh, think I think for the Sasha match, you gotta make a cheeky volley sign that says. Sasha Zverev, worst pint on the tour. <laughs> um, I think I think we definitely need some more sign action. I think that that that's gonna get cheeky volley uh, <laughs> represented represented well. All right. I mean, I, um, I, I thought I thought my shirt my shirt would get some camera time. I mean, it's uh, like cheeky volley. I mean, it's you gotta you gotta show that. Yeah, you gotta show some love. We'll 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 get there. Any before we go into the kind of match analysis, any any last thoughts just on the event? Uh, how compared to other years, overall kind of execution of just the, the, the event in general? Um, yeah, the, the one issue that I had today is that, um, so I'd, I'd ordered it, um, like an email ticket. Mm-hmm. So I went in and I showed them the, the PDF of the email and they're like, we can't accept that. Um, so I'm like, <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> How do I get it? I don't see any printers just like uh, lying around here. Then they, then they made me download the, the ticket event uh, app. So the company that sells the tickets, like Access or something, so I had to download that app. So that was like a, a mild inconvenience. And then my boy Hussein, he came a bit later on. So then I had to come down and then show his tickets on the app as well. Okay. Wow. Damn. Um, all right. So you want to talk Fed team? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, going into the match, um, I had no idea what to expect from Fed. Yeah. Um, I thought either. he might have been washed. I thought he might be washed after watching him in Basel like a few weeks ago 
Totally. I mean, he was uh, he was he was so bad. Uh, like his serving had just gone. His his forehand looked looked terrible. Uh huh. Then having like after that, he played an uh, incredible match against Novak in Paris. He yep. lost seven six in the third. So I thought he might be back. So but then he had like an absolute uh, stinker against like Nishi. Um, you can't just, losing. Uh, seeing fat, even though the head to head between them is pretty tight, isn't it? Um, I don't think it's that tight. But Nishi has he has beaten him in like a couple times, I think. Two or three I think, times. I could be wrong, but I think it's actually surprisingly tight. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, it's it's seven to three. I guess it's not. It's okay. But uh, going going into the match, uh, they had both played each other in in Paris and in um, Shanghai, and Fed Fed came through in uh, straight sets both times. Yeah, he was smoking him, and I also, dude, I gotta be honest. I, this is something we'll talk about when we do more of like a roundup at the end of the tournament. But I hate seeing Nishikori play in this tournament. <laughs> I just feel like he's. I, th- I mean, we want to talk about this, but like the, I think if you win an ATP 1000, which he hasn't done this year, you should, you should get into the draw of world tour finals. And yeah. his, his year has just been like quiet and consistent, which is, which is great and all, but it's not going to lead to inspiring tennis. And then I thought fed was going to ax him. And then it was close, which was kind of frustrating. Uh, it was uh, close. Yeah, like I think it was a close, but a, an overall just bad match. From what it, yeah, from like, what it uh, like I think Federer in his uh, interview today, he said like uh, at 4-4 in the first set against Nishikori, we were both playing the worst tennis possible. Yeah. And then and then Federer had like a love 30 at 6-5 up on like Nishi serve, uh-huh. and then he hit like an amazing return, and Nishi hit this like unbelievable backhand like volley or cheeky cheeky half volley, a cheeky okay. half volley from the baseline that that um, won him the point. It was, it was a Federer shot basically. Uh-huh. Um, but and then after that, like I think Federer, like he he got a he got a he got a violation for ball abuse. Like after that happened, and then after uh-huh. that he he seemed mentally just like out of it completely, just like yelling at the umpire, just like very very annoyed. And then he played an absolute stinker in the second set. Yeah, and Nishi uh, Nishikori came through in the in the second set a bit, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. Federer Federer broke him first game, like to go one love up, and then Nishi like ended up winning the set six three. So he got two breaks of serve. Yeah. Um, yeah. Federer, Federer showed that he he was like his his serving form was sort of like a went back to the serving form we showed in Basel. Yeah. So wait, let's focus though on the uh, on Fed team. So we didn't know what was going to happen coming in. Fed even loses the uh, uh, first game. Team t- like it starts off. It seemed like it was going to be uh, could have been tight, and then Fed immediately just locked it in and. I mean, played really clean tennis, low on forced errors, a lot of winners. But yeah. I think the story was just team was pretty bad. Yeah, so um, one one funny thing that I noticed is that Federer decided he he didn't like the blue on blue look, uh-huh. the Uniqlo look that he was wearing against Mishi. So uh-huh. he, he swapped out the shorts for like a, a classic white. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't Do know if that was the reason Fed, why he came Fed out get much a little bit, Does Fed get a little bit insecure playing in all Uniqlo? When he's playing Nishikori as the as the kind of uh, patron, uh, you know, like I feel like Nishikori, it's so natural for him to be wearing Uniqlo. Like, but but Federer, it's still a it's still a new look. Yeah, to be honest, I think I think that's why Federer got so upset after Nishi won the first set because he's like he's getting beat and beat in Uniqlo by another guy wearing Uniqlo. Yeah, not a good look. Uh, yeah, but going back going back to today's match. Um, yeah, Federer, Federer got a uh, he got a break point in the first game, and then team team came through it, and then he looked like he was playing some decent tennis. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he he missed he missed like a couple of uh, really easy volleys. 
yep. uh, on, on key points like early on, and that seemed to just affect him. And then you're just serving awful, returning awful, uh, at the like, net awful. Mm, I feel like in, 20, in 2018, a theme from this year has been that like there's a lot of guys who have shown that they're not that good at the net and it's made a big difference. Like I thought us open, it was a big difference. Um, and, yeah. and then, and then recently when like at Paris, Kachanov showed, he can really play well at the net and especially indoors, you hit yeah. clean, like winners on coming in. Um, yeah. it seems to be a pretty effective. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. Uh, any, anyone who's interested, like just watch uh, Kachanov volleying highlights from Paris. Like it's pretty unbelievable what he what he did over there. Mm-hmm. Um, anything? So, any other thoughts on the team match? I guess we should say it was six two six three fed. So really fast, easy, straight set victory. Hour and six minutes. Uh, yeah. We we're saying team didn't play great. Thirty four unforced errors from team. Oh, yeah, Thirty four. That's that's ridiculous for a two sets. <laughs> Here, let me just. I guess because I was uh, when you're live, maybe some of the stats aren't as. As, yeah, yeah, as I, obvious, I haven't, I haven't seen, let me, seen let me just read you some of these stats. Federer, nine winners, 11 unforced errors, pretty clean. Um, Fed serve points won 32 of 38, which is great. Uh, what was his first serve percentage? He seemed like he was serving like, uh, like incredible. First serve percentage was 86%. Oh, wow. 86% first serves in. Yup. And team yeah, is, that's, 50, that's, that's is 56%. Yeah. And he, he, he put in a few double faults. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, let me say that again. Uh, Asher, I, I said that wrong. Sorry, sorry. Fed's first serve was 58%. First serve points one was 86%. So his right. first serve percentage actually wasn't that great. Um, yeah, it felt it felt good, though. I think I think he was hitting a lot of good second serves, and his first serve placement was really good. It also that, felt that, like that as the match like went the, on, his, his first serve started to go in more. Yeah, yeah. It's he, like, he, was, he was doing like – he had a lot of those classic like 40-second Fed, like 40-love service games. Mm-hmm. But I think so far in this tournament, it seems like uh, the difference of playing indoors has been so pronounced. Like a guy like Kevin Anderson just killing. Uh, yeah. Hold on one second. We're getting some. Is that is that the match behind you? What does that sound? Uh, it's just it's just people like going in and out. Oh, no, that was sorry. My tennis TV started playing again. My bad. <laughs> um, I'll cut that. But anyways, uh, what were we saying? The. Um, oh, indoors. indoors versus outdoors. Like Kevin Anderson coming in and just ruining Nishikori, I feel like <laughs> is is Kev, is a guy like him indoors is so effective. So big serve, big hitter. It's so hard to return a serve indoors because it probably feels like – I really feel like big serves indoors feel like a, a pretty decent amount faster. Um, yeah. And then – and then team, I think his game outdoors because he – you know, a lot of heavy spin – is a lot more dynamic, but indoors, it seems like fed could just like, after you kind of get rhythm, you can probably just be pretty, he's not giving you much variation. And then on top of that, he just didn't play that well. Yeah. The thing with the thing with teams game is that like, like he, he loads up on the forehand and backhand so much, like he gets ridiculous, yep. like swing speeds on both sides that yep. he needs, he needs, he needs some time to like go through the ball. But mm-hmm. then Federer, his whole game is about like uh, taking it super early. Yep. And then when, when he was just, like rushing team slightly and team can't just like hit that flat, um, that flat ball just with a, with a short backswing. So he tries to load up and then the ball just like goes long or like he just uh, mistimes it and it goes in the net. So yep. yeah, he's, he, he definitely, even if you look at his record against like the bigger hitters, it's uh, like guys like Del Potro is now it's pretty bad. I mean, he does well against, uh, like Rafa Novak, uh, relatively well, 
like given the rest mm-hmm. uh, compared to the rest of the ATP because they give him a bit more time to like load up on the swings. Huh. I thought uh I thought that the I was watching on tennis TV and they had a really great visualization where they showed where team is when he hits ground strokes in the court average and his average uh I don't I can't remember if it was just forehand or both sides and the average speed of his his ground strokes and they showed where Fed is and team is like probably like four to six feet behind the baseline hitting at 81 miles an hour where fed yeah. is like two or so feet inside the baseline hitting at 74 miles an hour. Um, yeah. and I thought that was like a really, uh, interesting, like I thought that was, uh, a really nice graphic to kind of see how, how the, uh, just like how different their games are. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and one thing for like the average listener is that that's probably what makes fed like the goat. Is that like people? People don't realize how hard it is to play from like inside the baseline. Is when guys are hitting it so hard. Um, but Fed probably like the best guy in the world, best guy ever uh, at taking the ball early. And when, when you see it, Agassi it though. Agassi was sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agassi, 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 <laughs> Agassi for sure. <laughs> um, all right. Anything else about this match, or do you want to talk a little bit about some things moving forward? Um. No, no, no real cheeky volleys in the match. Like there was a couple of cheeky, any cheeky volleys. No, uh, uh, team maybe should have gone for a cheeky volleys. He he went for a couple of put away volleys. Maybe he would have been better for like a Uh cheeky deft, uh, deft volley. But there's a couple of cheeky half volleys from both sides. Uh, I enjoyed those. (laughs) I mean, fed was good at the net. Fed was good at the net. I don't know if the the volleys really weren't cheeky because they were just kind of solid stick volleys. Yeah. Yeah. Fed, fed, fed was pretty, pretty clean, pretty clean throughout. Yeah. Uh, all, all aspects of the game. What about uh, any any interesting visuals of Lubacic or Fed's box from where you were sitting? Uh, no, uh, couldn't see any. Couldn't see any of that. Uh, Hussein actually asked me where the wife was. <laughs> was was Mira there? I don't know if they showed her. Uh, well, I, I couldn't see from where I was. All right. Hmm. Now, last. Uh, so Fed's got to play Anderson now, huh? Uh, yeah. Any thoughts um, on that match? I think as a closing, I feel like we just we did about twenty or so minutes of coverage, which I think is 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 a good little uh, little live episode. Um, any 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 thoughts on the uh, on uh, Fed versus Kevin Anderson? Uh, like Fed, like I have no idea what Fed's level is going to be. He's just been so hit or miss the last last few weeks, the last two matches over here. Um, I think he might be helped with that Kevin Anderson. Like he has nothing to play for. He's already through. Uh, I don't. I don't think that if, um, as in, if, the, if like Kevin Anderson's down, I, I, I'm. I'm. Uh, I, I'm not 100% sure if he's gonna like bust his gut to try and like make it up. Uh, he might just be a bit relaxed in general because he knows he's already through. I kind of know. Don't know how players feel about that because it is a pretty unique situation in tennis because they never experienced it throughout the, the whole year. Uh, You're saying what? Just the kind of round match. robin. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, like yeah. playing a match, knowing that it sort of has like not that much significance. Yeah. Let's see if I can get the, uh, get the odds on that match. I would think if, I think if Kevin Anderson wants to, he could, do you think he could take him pretty easily? He's looking pretty good. And it's, it's, um, it's hard to know what fed is. Uh, it's just like hard if, to know like what fed's going to bring. If, if fed, I think fed, fed would have to serve well for sure. Um, I think one of the noticeable things at Wimbledon uh, was that Feds were like Kevin Anderson. He found a groove on the Fed serve. And basically mm-hmm. when he swung through the Fed serve, like he was rushing Federer um, when returning. Like it was just uh, because he's so tall, 
uh, Federer's spin just like puts it like into a nice pocket. Mm-hmm. So these like guys were like six five and above, so he's yeah, just like totally. swinging through cleanly. Yep. Yeah, yeah I mean, even when you, I think even Nadal gets neutralized sometimes when he plays really tall guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think just with the just the, the bounce on the serves. Yeah. Um, it, it goes right into like the the six the guys who are like six five and above into their sweet spot. Yep. All right. La- last thing, can you tell us? Do you know what the surface is like at London? Is it as as far as hard court surfaces go? Um. Yeah, that's an interesting question. I think it. I, I think it changes year on year. Um, this one is meant to be like in, in previous years. It's meant to be like uh, a medium, like a medium speed surface, uh, uh-huh. relative, relative to indoors. Um, I think one like a couple of years, the years is quite slow, and then they quickened it up. I think Federer after the Nishikori match, he complained at how slow it was, uh-huh. uh, but that just that just might be because he he lost. Uh, it didn't seem that slow. Um, okay, and he was pretty I, rattled. Yeah, I would say just like a medium pace. It's not it's not the quickest. Okay. Cool, man. Um any last any last thoughts? I feel like we shouldn't end we can't end with the surface. One last thought. <laughs> um yeah, excited to see our guy Sasha tomorrow. Yeah, Sasha Joker. That is some match. I think the the odds are 5 to 1 Djokovic. Does that sound right? Uh what well, would be 5 to 1 for Sasha? Um right. Or sorry, then, yeah, like, one to five, Djokovic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I think that's what I saw. Yeah, what, that... what, what's their head-to-head? I don't think Sasha's beaten him. Uh, he might have jo- beaten him on like a clay last year, like a clay Masters or something. Let's see, Djokovic. He did he like wax him in the finals of Rome last year? I I, I think I I think I remember that. The head-to-head is oh, it's just one and one. Is this one and one? Yeah. Mm, they've played at. They played in Shanghai this year. Uh, Joker smoked him two and one, and they played last year in Rome, and Sasha won four and three in the finals at Rome. But that's kind of a uh, I don't know. Twenty seventeen Djokovic. Does that really mean much? Uh, no, doesn't mean anything. I think the Shanghai means a lot. Uh, Joker is he, he's in a groove right now. Um, yep. And especially like if you notice him against the the bigger hitters, like because his return game is is so incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, like these guys rely on their serve. So when when they get put under pressure, like every single game, it sort of it sort of affects them a lot and affects mm-hmm. the rest of their games. So that's why his um, his record against these like big guys is so good. Yeah. And that that's I I think that should mean that he'll he comes through comfortably uh, tomorrow. Yeah. But I do think indoor surface for Sasha is a good look, and he. Uh, he played a really tight match against Chilich, who it gets yeah, that, a lot of crap. Chilich gets a lot of crap for choking. Like, there's yeah. all these tennis memes now that I've been like, <laughs> like going in rabbit holes with, and there's so many about Chilich choking, which is kind of upsetting because he seems like such a nice guy. But uh, yeah. so either either way, a seven six seven six win is is tight, and so maybe he'll uh, he'll show us something special against Joker. Yeah, uh, yeah, getting through that tough game will definitely like give him uh, a massive confidence boost. All right. Well, let's end there, dude. Tennis memes. Uh, we'll be talking again. And Asher, thank you and uh, enjoy your time at the uh, the World Tour Finals. Yeah, thanks. Uh, speak to you soon. All right. Peace out. Take care. Bye-bye. About does it, folks. Hit Cheeky Volley with a like on Instagram, Facebook. We're even on Twitter now. We have a square space, but it's not live. So big things happening. We have some interviews coming up after the World Tour Finals finishes. Uh, and that's about it.